0: Make sure my man boobs are covered up. All right. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome, Antelope. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day, and yeah, you know what, you guys, I got a great, got a great little vlog planned out for you here. We're gonna start to start this off with some news and advocacy. We're gonna be doing some corrections from last week. I have never seen a group of people get so mad that you don't know how to use an RDTA. But whatever, we'll get there when we get there. We are gonna have a beer tasting this week. We're also gonna do some shout outs. We're gonna do some first impressions. We're gonna do, oh shit. Okay, so damn it, I don't have a retro vape segment prepared. God, I thought I was so prepared this week. Don't have a retro vaping segment prepared this week. Uh, maybe we're either gonna do- I don't know right now, if I'm being honest. We're either gonna do a review for a thing that never got a review, or we're gonna do Grim Green Reviews, of a vape thing that he's never even tried before. We're gonna do one of those two segments. Hell, we might even do a retro vaping segment. I might just go look through the box and try to track down a retro vaping segment. But one of those things is gonna be in this vlog. And then, of course, we're gonna wrap it all up at the end with favorite comments of the week. But yeah, welcome, welcome. So that Gaia RDTA. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about that for a second, right? Last week on video, I opened a package from China. You saw me open the package. I ripped open the DHL and I pulled out the box and I opened the box and I pulled out these two Gaia RDAs from Cthulhu mods. That moment was not only the first time I had ever heard of the Gaia RDTA, but it's the first time I had ever seen the Gaia RDTA. The Gaia RDTAs do not come with instructions they come with no instructions and so i'm just going through the motions i'm i'm taking it apart i'm looking i'm investigating i'm thinking in my head shit i've been doing this a while i can figure this out just by looking at it and i go oh okay well here's the deck and there's these tiny little holes and i don't see a way to fill it i just don't see a way to fill it filling an rdta from the center post is something in the vape world that is very Very new. I mean, within the last three to four months, new. So that's not something that I look for. You know what I mean? When you're looking at an an RDTA or an RDA, there's certain, I don't know, they're not standards, but certain standards that exist. You look at an RDA and you go, okay, well, these are the holes. Here's how I build it. There's the juice well. Here's where I have to put my coils. There's the airflow. You know what to look out for. So center pin filling on an RDTA is something that is relatively new and my eyes aren't trained to look for it. Like I said, didn't come with an instruction booklet. I haven't watched any videos on it. I didn't even know that it was a thing until it was right in front of me. And thank you to my very kind subscribers who pointed out that yes, you you fill it through the center. And some people were nicer than others and you people know who you were. And now I know that I can take my bottle and I can squeeze it through the middle and I can fill up the tank. And after I did that, this is, yeah. It's a good vape. I still have Mr. Moktara's Coils on there. They're performing amazingly. I've loaded it up with that Taruto, the Portuguese egg tart juice that sounds gross but is actually really freaking delicious. And yeah, it's a good vape. We're just getting this out of the way at the top of the program. It is a good vape. I know how to fill it. It does come with a squonk pin. We're back on track with the Gaia RDTA, okay? Back on track. I really should be saving this for the first impressions again, but it does have this airflow on here that you can up that's uh, you can open it up it's a lot like the velocity it unscrews and then it reveals two extra air holes I like not using those because using those it becomes um just too airy and loud and turbulent for me tell me you didn't hear how loud that was let's do it again just so we have a comparison. So yeah, super fucking loud. So I closed those down. I just used the Kennedy style airflow and we're good to go. I already broke the glass on this. I already broke the glass tank on it while I was cleaning it. So <coughs> that's a thing that happened. <coughs> what? So yeah, anyway, Gaia RDTA. Thank you to everyone that told me you fill it through the center, and especially thank you to the people that said it politely or in private through an email. So this last Monday, Dwayne was here, and uh, I'm not sure if anybody subscribes to Vape on Magazine. If you don't subscribe to Vape on Magazine, you should definitely be subscribed to Vape on Magazine. But look at that. There's a little little Grim Green and a little Omboy OC. They did an article on our bromance, which is, you know, it's, it's, I guess it's a modern term for saying, like, Really good friendship and in the article, which is a great article by the way, Katie from Vapen, she did an amazing job with this. It's a fantastic article and Dwayne posted uh, my phone number and I'm only showing this on video right now because my phone is off. My number is being changed. He gave out my phone number (laughs) and so he comes over on Monday. He's like, hey, I want to come over this, you know, this weekend and we're going to talk business and we're going to, you know, do this This, that, and the other. And uh, we ended up uh, taking probably close to, I don't know, 150-plus phone calls. Um, He reposted it again on Instagram. He did a live stream on his Instagram. We did two solid hours of live streaming. And then after that, we did another, I don't know, solid hour and a half of... Answering more calls, but I decided to get out my camera and shoot some of it. And it was really entertaining, like on the live stream, and it was really entertaining in real life to be there. I have a bunch of this video. I edited it down to about 20 minutes. I was going to put it in this vlog, but I didn't want to tack on another 20 minutes to this vlog. So if you guys want to see that video, just let me know in the comments down below because I have it all edited. It, it's ready to go. I could probably like. Upload it this weekend like on Saturday or something if you want to see us taking these calls. It's it's pretty funny I mean, I'm not gonna lie It's pretty funny and entertaining and I would really like to put this video out there But I'm really only gonna put it out there if you guys want to see it And if you get this issue of vaping magazine or if you go on Instagram and you see Dwayne's post um, There's there's no need to call anymore. There's just there's just no need to call anymore, please I'm begging you Don't call anymore. My voicemail box is full. It's just straight up full like full I don't know how many messages it needs to get full, but it is full. (laughs) So yeah, that was awesome Let me know down in the comments below if you want to see that video Let's let's get into some real news here Let's get into some actual news here a person named humble king sent me over this article and I don't know if you realize it humble king but that is a That's a that's a deeper username then my brain can comprehend. You can't be the king of being humble because humility involves not calling yourself a king. But how else are people gonna know that you are the king of being humble unless you tell them? It's It blew my mind, man. I'm sitting here looking at your email and I'm like, humble king, wow. But anyway, he sent me over this quick news article from the Observer Reporter talking about the bark, Bartol Bartol what Bartolotta bill the Bartolotta bill that would reduce the vape tax across Pennsylvania so it says following the reported closure of a hundred plus vapor shops across Pennsylvania state senator camera Bartolotta a Republican from the Carroll Township on Thursday introduced legislation to replace the 40% state tax on e-cigarette inventory. So this is changing that law that is in place in Pennsylvania that is horrible. I mean, 40% tax plus the 40% floor tax, a lot of shops closed. A lot of people I knew that ran shops in PA, they had to close their doors and it was Heartbreaking. It says her bill calls for a five cents per milliliter retail tax on e liquid, a figure she said compares with that of a lot of other states. If enacted, Bartolotta said that the tax would generate state revenue while limiting the financial impact on the vape industry. And yeah, that is, I mean, that's huge. That that would be an amazing, amazing, very reasonable regulation for vaping in the state of Pennsylvania. And instead of paying this 40% tax on your vapor products of five cents per milliliter, that's basically what is that? A dollar fifty for a 30 mil? So a dollar fifty sales tax on a 30 mil bottle? That's I mean, in my opinion other than not being taxed at all, that is sort of a best, best case scenario. So what I'm gonna do is just post a link down in the description. If you are a vapor or a vape shop owner or a vape company owner in Pennsylvania, and you would like to reach out to Camara Bartolotta, I don't think I'm saying that right. Bartolotta, no, it's Bartolotta. If you would like to reach out to Miss Bartolotta Absolutely. I think you should. I I think, you know, this is a typical sort of advocacy call to action situation. If you're in Pennsylvania, you need to support the Bartolotta bill because it's going to completely, uh, change the, the scape of the scape, the landscape of vaping within Pennsylvania. And I think that's, a really, really good thing. So I do have one more news thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, I got an email from uh, Derek. Derek forwarded this to me. And I don't know why I didn't get this email because I'm on the Americans for Tax Reform mailing list. But anyway, he forwarded me this. So thank you, Derek. You get a fist bump and a shout out for sure. Derek, uh, he just said, hey, I'm, I'm sure you already get these emails, but if you missed it, uh, I thought, you know, here, you, this is this is good information. So Scott... Gottlieb, Scott Gottlieb. Who is Scott Gottlieb? So this email says, President Trump has nominated Scott Gottlieb to head the Food and Drug Administration, an agency mirrored, mired, sure, mired in red tape and bureaucracy. You may recall Gottlieb was first on my list of options under consideration, and there are plenty of reasons to believe he is going to be a good thing for the vapor industry, and its consumers. Nearly all of what you'll read about Gottlieb relates to his belief that the approval of medicines and medical devices must be sped up. While many of you reading this may have an interest in those topics, I'm going to avoid commentary on the subject other than to say it's great and focus on two issues of relevance to this newsletter. First, read this 2013 Forbes piece written by Gottlieb. The FDA's new tobacco scheme and its legislative underpinnings may go up in smoke. Wow. Okay. I'm not going to read that right now, but I will come back to it. I mean, not in this particular vlog, but I mean privately on my own research time. I will go back to that article for sure. In that piece, he outlines the two dominant forces at play in the aftermath of the Tobacco Control Act, which brought tobacco products under the regulatory control of the FDA. Those two forces were were the anti-tobacco crowd, activists, and current and future manufacturers of reduced risk products like vapor products. Why is that? Why was that so hard for me? It's not written poorly. It's just hard for me to read. Maybe I do need to read more books. In 2013, he concluded that only one party can win. To date, the activists have won. Absent immediate changes, the FDA will oversee the the prohibition of vapor products in less than two years. But If confirmed, Gottlieb can put a stop to that. The question becomes, will he? I've got good reasons to believe there's going to be a culture shift at the agency in a way that's more helpful than the status quo. It goes on to talk about Gottlieb uh, serving as a deputy commissioner for medical and scientific affairs at the FDA under President George W. Bush. He's a clinical professor at NYU School of Medicine and a venture partner at New America New Enterprise Associates. Wow, I'm glad that I don't have to do a whole lot of reading in this vlog because I am fallen short in that department. So they wrap it up by saying, where does this leave us? This nomination continues a significant opportunity for advancing a stated goal of the Trump administration. Big League regulatory reform. Gottlieb is a cancer survivor. He isn't some out-of-touch public health bureaucrat with little to no understanding of the real impact that bureaucracy can have on saving or destroying lives. I remain optimistic that this is good, very good, for the goals of the vapor industry and its millions of consumers who are living healthier lives as a result of market innovations. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And as a a disclaimer for this video, I am reading from the Americans for Tax Reform newsletter. What I'm talking about doesn't necessarily reflect the values and opinions of Grim Green LLC or Namber Juice Inc. And the only reason I say that is because I don't want to be fined. But yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's fantastic. I feel like that's really fantastic news. I, uh, I generally agree 100%. I mean, 100% 100% with the with everything that the Americans for tax reform believe everything, <coughs> pardon me, that they support, I support it, I believe it, and if they say that this is, he remains optimistic that this is good, very good for the goals of the vapor industry and its millions of consumers who are living healthier lives as a result of market innovations. That is, I mean, that's freaking awesome. That is awesome. I will be really interested to see what Gottlieb does. I mean... It says in here that he's a cancer survivor. It says that he's not some sort of out of touch, you know, public health bureaucrat with no understanding of the real impact that bureaucracy can have on saving or destroying lives. I mean, it sounds like to me that this is a really good thing and I said this recently. I don't remember who I was talking to. I think I was talking, who was I talking to? I don't even remember who was ta- who I was talking to. I talked to friggin' so many people, but I remember saying that I have never been more optimistic about the future of vaping in the United States than I am right now with the big administration change. You know what I mean? love him or hate him. I mean, I didn't vote for Trump, but love him or hate him. He's going to change a lot of things, Uh, probably some for the worse and possibly some for the better. In addition to that, we still have the right to be smoke-free coalition lawsuit going on. And on top of that, now we have this possible new, you know, head of the FDA, Gottlieb, who, according to the Americans for Tax Reform, is going to do some big changes uh, for the vapor industry. And I, I welcome it with open arms. I think it's I think, it could be, uh, I think it could be something really cool. And like I said before, I am very, very optimistic. Um, I will try to track down a link uh, to share this newsletter. Yep, I'm going to put a link to this down in the description where you can read all about it. This newsletter actually goes on to talk about the new Cole Bishop HR 1136 or HR 1136 or HR 1136 or HR 1136, however way you want to say it, it's HR 1136. It talks about that. It talks about uh, the Center for Tobacco Products, Mitch Zeller leaving. Uh, It it talks about a lot, and it's just a really good thing to have on hand. So I will be posting a link to it down in the description. But yeah, that's basically going to wrap up my news segment. Uh, What I want to do real quick before we drink any beer is we're just going to talk real quick about what I've been vaping. (laughs) Not going to be very many surprises here. First thing I'm vaping is the, uh, you know, Kennedy Ruby 25mm 2-Post. I've got this loaded up currently with Yig in a glass dripper bottle, which we haven't sold it like that for a while, so that's a really old bottle of Yig, but it steeps up so well that it it tastes uh, it tastes amazing. It tastes amazing in this. Uh, this is just a really good vape. This is one of those, like I always say, this is just going to be around. It's It's a really just incredibly reliable vape. So good, so freaking good. So after that, Axis Vapes M17 Mini. I told the story of this breaking and then I sent it back and they fixed it and sent it back. And ever since then, it's been working amazing. I got that topped with the Cosmonaut RDA. I have a single coil in there. It's a 0.42 ohm single coil, DHD cap on top. I've got this loaded up with a juice called Crossfade from The Mix, which is apparently some sort of apricot, like yogurt flavor. Um, It's just really super delicious. What's great is I can run this 0.42 ohm single coil at 50 watts on the DNA75. It gives me almost five volts, but it does not give me the weak battery warning, and that's why I'm really enjoying this. Apart, I mean, look at this. That M17 is, is beautiful. That is a beautiful block of wood that they carved this out of, and I love the pink on top. Whatever. I'm wearing a goat whore shirt, and I like pink mods. That's just who I am. And that Cosmonaut in single coil mode, like literally only rocking one airflow open, it's great. It's like a restricted lung hit, but it feels nice and smooth. And I get a nice, like saturated, flavorful vape. I also just realized that I am using three recoil RDAs. So yeah, what are you going to do? Anyway, <laughs> moving forward from that, I've got my purple on purple on purple setup. I'm actually, I put this anarchist juice in a different bottle just so I could have the purple label and not use those sriracha tip bottles that i dislike so much titan series box in purple purple recoil on top and a purple juice bottle i just love the way this vapes Um, this is actually a higher resistance than i would normally do in an unregulated series it's about a 0.5 so it's a little bit cooler on an unregulated series box but this this is a stellar vape And I don't know if anybody here likes, you know, grape purple bubblegum. I love it, and I really like this anarchist purple. I think it's delicious. I think it's hmm, I might even say, I think that's the best juice that anarchist does. And I've got yet another recoil RDA, Red Recoil, sitting on top of the Silver Wolf Customs Sith V2 Quad Parallel 18650 box mod. I've got that loaded up with the Ruby Crew Watermelon Lemonade that I've been vaping like crazy. And what I've found with this is I don't hold it like this and hit the button with my thumb. I spin it around and I hold it like this and I still hit the button with my finger. Like it's kind of wonky to hold it this way. I just find it much, much more comfortable. I have a one ohm, not one ohm, a .10 ohm uh, uh, dual alien on here and with a quad parallel, dude, it's great. And lastly, but not leastly, my Revenant from Cartel Mods. This is just one of my favorite things of all time now. I use this constantly, constantly, constantly. Got a blue recoil uh, with a blue metal head and a pink DHD cap on top because blue and pink and there's some pink and blue and pink and blue and I've just been in matchy matchy mode. I mean, like you can't imagine matchy matchy mode. I've got this loaded up with a really unique juice and it's called juice with a G. So it's spelled juice, but I think it's juice. And this is called Spectrum. I believe R&R Vapors makes this. It's a strawberry hibiscus green tea and the green tea component on it is very strong. This is not a sweet juice at all. It is the polar opposite of that anarchist purple. It is mellow. It's like a very fresh, like strawberry and the green tea uh, mixing with the hibiscus all around really nice vape. And I was attracted to this juice because back in the day, I used to vape a black tea juice that I used to get from China, I used to get it from East Mall. I don't know if anybody remembers East Mall, but I used to get all my vape shit from East Mall. East Mall or Heaven's Gifts. Heaven's Gifts is still around, but I don't think East Mall is around anymore. But I used to buy this, this, you know, decaying black tea, 18 milligram juice, and I I really loved it. It was my all day banger for a while because it wasn't too sweet, it was just sweet enough, but it had this really unique like black tea, almost tobacco-y kind of flavor, and I just really enjoyed it. It kind of reminds me of this juice, like the the green tea and the black tea. I don't know. They kind of go together. I'm talking too much. I'm just going to vape it. It's delicious super good super good god i love that juice anyway yeah that's i mean that's what i've been vaping amongst there's like two other things that i'm not even going to bother talking about right now because they're just in the beta phases like i haven't even wicked them or anything like that but yeah that's basically what i've been vaping and what i'm going to do right now i'm actually really excited about this beer segment because this is a very incredibly sentimental beer to me but it's time to go right now to the beer section So I am really freaking excited to, to taste this beer again. This, isn't, this is a beer that I have not had in a very, very long time. If anybody remembers the story of like how I got into craft beer, I used to not be a beer drinker at all. I drank no beer. And then there was one summer where I started drinking like, you know, kind of whatever, whatever beers like Miller Genuine Draft, Miller High Life. Uh, PBR, Takati, things like that, like just casual beers. Like I was, I wasn't even really into those. I was just, I drank them because it was something like I feel like as an adult, I like as an adult male, I needed to drink beer. So I drank these crummy beers, and then, and then when I was working for Starbucks, I had a boss named Doug for a couple of years, and we would talk about. Tons of stuff. I mean, from The Simpsons to WWE wrestling to who are the top five hottest Disney princesses. I mean, everything. So inevitably, we started talking about beer and alcohol, and I was really much more into hard alcohol at that time. I loved rum. I loved good bourbons. That's was that's I thought was in my wheelhouse. And he said, do me a favor. After work today, just go to Rayleigh's, which was our local grocery store, and buy some old Rasputin's Russian Imperial Stout. Yes, that's what we're drinking this week. He said, just buy a four pack. It's going to be expensive, but just buy a four pack and just drink it and come in tomorrow and tell me what you think. So I'm like, fine. You know what? I'm cool. I'm open to new things. Let's do this. So I went to Rayleigh's. I plunked down my like 16 friggin' dollars for a four pack of the old Rasputin's Russian Imperial Stout. I got it home. I put it in the fridge. I ate dinner and I was like, all right, I'm going to try that beer now. I tried it and it literally changed my life. Like it changed the way that I thought about beers. I never thought that I could enjoy a beer as much as I enjoyed this old Rasputin. Like I had had Guinness in the past, but Guinness isn't really like a top tier sort of top shelf, you know, stout beer. It's just not. And so this, I mean, this beer changed my life and I have actually only had it once since then. And that was in 2005 so it's been a hot minute since i've had my old rasputin's russian imperial stout but this is the beer that i wholeheartedly credit with kind of getting me into craft beers and darker beers and just different beer flavor profiles as you can see yeah look at that head ruby rub drink through that like a man but it is Black, it's one, it's a jelly bean beer. That's what I'm calling really black beers that look this dark, it's just a jelly bean beer. But I remember it being like, so savory. It had this like, savory sweet combination and I I mean I don't even really know what the flavor profile of it is other than it is an imperial stout so it has those like date sort of flavors to it those low notes that like savory component that I just love so much but we're gonna drink it for the first time in probably 10 years so here's to you vloggers yeah it's almost exactly almost exactly as I remember it. It is rather carbonated or effervescent. It's got like a tangy mouthfeel. It's got a big, heavy body. It just tastes like a savory, thick stout. And I remember that flavor, man. It just, it blew me away. Like, it completely blew me away. And I know that a lot of my vloggers, uh, you know, my vloggers, I I know a lot of the audience for this vlog they don't they don't necessarily drink or they don't necessarily drink beer and they're sober people and whatnot and, and they just skip this segment. But if you're here, if you are a viewer of the beer segment and you're thinking about let's tr- let's maybe let's try some of these beers let's get let's get into this world of beer. Give the old Rasputin's Russian Imperial Stout a try because it worked on me. This was the beer that got me into craft beers. Ah, it's just delicious. In fact, I don't even know how this beer is rated or how it stands up. So let's go over to, let's Google for Old Rasputin's Russian Imperial Stout. And I think I spelled every word in that wrong. Okay, yeah, I did. I spelled old wrong. How do I spell old wrong? I definitely spelled Rasputin and Imperial wrong, but how did I spell old wrong? Anyway. Clicking over to Beer Advocate, oh yeah, it's got a ninety-five, ninety-seven, so they consider this like a world cl- world-class beer. North Coast Brewing Company, California, represent United States. I don't know why I said represent. That's something that I have never said before, and I will try not to ever say it again. And it has a it has a bunch of good reviews. Black with a blonde head, roasty, salty, and bitter. High acid. Uh, uh in sipping, uh, cinnamon, rye bread, bittersweet chocolate fruit dark licorice could be less hoppy medium plus texture uh, had four and a half years later and it certainly stands up over the test of time there are more big Russian imperial stouts out there but for a bitter coffee one this is the classic yeah it definitely gives me maybe that's what I'm perceiving as like savory as like that bitter sort of like fresh roasted uh coffee flavor it uh Eh, Oh, Rasputin, I owe you a lot. And Doug, you don't even watch my videos, but I owe you a lot and I owe old Rasputin a lot. Without these two men in my life, I probably would have never gotten into the the world of craft beer or anything like that. And because I have Yig loaded up, I am going to Yig the crap out of this beer pairing. It's the only juice that I want to taste with this beer pairing. And I have a feeling it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Bro, flawless. Perfect. That is a perfect pairing. This has like oatmeal cookie black currant flavors in it. It is complementing the like coffee licorice flavors of this Old Rasputin Russian Imperial Stout. I mean, flawlessly. So good. So good. I actually haven't had a really bad beer pairing in a while. So let's try this with anarchist grape bubblegum. Yeah, okay, that is truly terrible. That is truly awful. And I only did that just to have, I purposefully just had a bad pairing. But the Yig, oh, the Yig is good with beer. Yeah, so delicious. And like I said, if you're looking to get into craft beer or you want something just really big and bold, imperial, stouty, the old Rasputin, I mean... It's the way to go. It tastes exactly like I remember it, and I love, love that taste. So anyway, yeah, that's going to wrap up the beer segment. Here's what we're going to do right now. I think you all know what we're going to do right now. Let's do some shout-outs. It is shout-out. So there are some birthday shout-outs. I think I have two birthday shout-outs. I think I actually have three birthday shout-outs. First one is from uh, Joshua. Josh writes in and says, hey, Grim, my name is Josh. He actually called me, he actually spelled my name correct, which is actually incorrect. G-R-I-M-M is the wrong way to spell Grim, but that's how I spelled it. He says, hey, Grim, that was completely unimportant news right there. Hey Grim, my name is Josh and I have a friend, uh, hey Grim, my name is Josh and I have a friend James and I have been vaping together on and off for nine years. Both of us got our vapes at the same time in a smoke shop and been stuck on it ever since. His birthday is coming up on March 16th. He is excited. All he does is keep saying quotes from your videos and he's saying, my birthday will be on the day of his vlog. He refuses to watch other people's reviews unless you say they are okay. He really is one of your biggest fans. You are like his hero. He has been playing, he has been dying for a recoil RDA, or if you say you helped in making something he gets, please read the about in the vlog. What? Okay, he has been dying for a recoil RDA, or if you say you helped in making something, he gets it. Okay, that makes much more sense. I'm sorry I read that so awkwardly. I have a request for you. If you can, I'll pay you for it, but can you send a mod, an RDA, RDTA, or something pardon me, again, that you like. Uh, You know, maybe he did want a burp during his birthday shout out. You don't know. Just as long as you can sign it, he will be so excited. He will cherish that possession. He uses high wattage devices, but if you can or will send something, please leave your signature on it or something sent with it or maybe even just a letter. I will pay for it if you can reply to this, but I know that you are busy and there are thousands of people messaging you, so let's keep on vaping. Yeah. You know what? Why not? Absolutely. Hey, so this is happening. So today is your birthday. Thursday is your birthday. Today is March 16th. So James, ha, happy birthday, bro. You are definitely shouted out. And you know what? I don't want to ruin the surprise, but uh hit me up with your address, uh, someone's address, Josh, probably Josh's address. And I'll put together a little care package for him. Definitely. I mean, Without a doubt, that's awesome. Happy birthday. Uh thank you for being a big fan. I, I, I avoid the word fan. I like subscribers, friends, just not fans or heroes, but whatever. I mean that's that's totally cool. Uh thank you. I mean Thank you, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting this. And yeah, of course, James, happy birthday, definitely. See, now I have to save that so I can email him back. And I am gonna do this birthday shout out today because there will not be a vlog next week. I'll talk about that right after the shout outs, I promise, but there won't be a vlog next week and I'll explain why. But uh, Louis writes in and says, hey Nick, my name is Louis from Portugal. I've already tried to get a shout out a while back, but I'm really hoping I get one now because my birthday is on March 21st. I really want to thank you. I've been watching your videos from the very first day I quit conventional cigarettes, and I can say that you are probably one of my mentors throughout my vaping experience. I've learned a lot from you. I also decided to create a YouTube channel last year. It's called All Day Vapor, and my main goal is to help people like you helped me, even though the majority of my videos are in Portuguese. That is that's incredibly important. There are people that do not speak English that you know, they they get zero benefit from my videos. So the fact that you're doing vaping videos in another language is uh, is awesome. Uh, I make tutorials for everyone and I get a lot of positive feedback. It really feels good to share some of your knowledge and feel the appreciation from people who learn from you. It would make it a lot easier, it would, what? Again, hi. Welcome to reading. When did I become so bad at reading? Have I always been this bad at reading? It would mean a lot if you ever take the time to check out my channel and look at some of my videos and also shout out to me for my birthday and all of the Portuguese vaping community. Yeah, we're suffering a lot from legislation too. That's right, you are. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Lewis. In fact, I'm gonna put a link to your uh, to your YouTube channel in the description to this video. I hope you have a, a really, just a really fantastic birthday. Boom, you are definitely shouted out, bro. And I have another birthday shout out from Jack. And Jack's birthday isn't until March 31st. But like I said, next week, there's gonna be no vlog video. And then the week after that is going to be the Atlanta Vape Showcase bro trip travel vlog. So I'm not actually gonna have a vlog before his birthday. So that's why I'm doing this now. I am Jack from Malaysia. You can use my name in the shout out. My birthday will be on March 31st. And I would like to request a shout out for my vape bro KS and my wife, Michelle. First of all, KS and I have lost touch for almost 20 years. Uh, since he left where we worked together, we got connected back from some old time friends via some social media. One fine day in the year of 2013, KS came to my workplace and visited me and he starts patiently introducing me to the benefit of using an e-cigarette where I was a smoker at the time. After the meet, he gave me his Provery Mini and a K-Fun Light to let me start off. That That is a good friend. Since that day, I've never touched a single cigarette. I enjoy vaping and it has become my hobby now every day, watching yours and some other YouTube reviewers while doing my coiling and wicking. For my wife, Michelle, I wish to thank her for supporting me to switch from smoking to vaping, even though she could not stand the flavor of what I have been vaping, but she always reminds me like, you have enough money for this for juice this month, or do you need to buy some new mods and tanks for yourself? Things like that. See, that, That is an awesome wife. So I'd like to request a shout out for both of them, KS and Michelle, for the support on my vaping journey. My apology on my bad English and long email. And trust me, I tried very hard to make them as short as possible. Thanks again. No, dude, Jack, it's your birthday. And you are requesting a shout out for your buddy, KS, who is definitely, boom, shouted out. And you're requesting a a shout out for your wife, Michelle, who is, yes, also absolutely shouted out but you forgot about the shout out for yourself, Jack. It's your birthday, bro. Happy birthday. Uh, Jack, I hope you have just a great birthday, bro. Bump that fist. Okay, I think that is all of the shout outs that I had to get through right now. Hang on, let me double check something. Oh gosh, this is the vlog of all birthday shout outs. Okay, hey Nick, my name is Jeremy and my wife's name is Jennifer and I know you have a huge backlog of shout outs and I apologize for adding to it. March 25th is my birthday and April First is my wife Jennifer's birthday. We have both been vaping since October 2016 and have been smoke free since then. We watch Tuesday Bro Tuesday and the vlog every week and enjoy it immensely. As far as we are concerned, you could make these three hours long and it would be fine with us. You know, no. No, 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 Jeremy and Jennifer, no, and I'm gonna tell you why. Making a three-hour long vlog. It, it would just be too much. You can easily say, oh, if it was three hours long, I would watch it. If it was four hours long, I would watch it. But I think if it actually came down to it, I doubt people would watch a three hour long vlog. As I talked about in my Tuesday Bro Tuesday video, I love Cream cheese. I mean, I love cream cheese. A bagel is just a vessel to put more cream cheese on. That's how much I love cream cheese. And I can easily go to my kitchen and be like, I'm just gonna eat a tub of cream cheese cause it's so good and I love cream cheese and I'm gonna eat a tub of cream cheese. And I guarantee you I would get maybe four or five spoonfuls in before I realized what a horrible mistake I had made. As much as I love cream cheese and as much as I, w- as I want like more of it, just the most cream cheese There is such a thing as too much cream cheese, just the same as there is too, there is such a thing as too much of a vlog. And yeah, I guess I just compared my vlog to cream cheese. Anyway, even if you don't get around to this shout out until 2045, that's fine. We'll still be watching. I hope you have a great day and thanks for everything you do. Jeremy, of course you can use our names, absolutely. Jeremy and Jennifer, you guys are shouted out for your birthdays. March 25th for Jeremy, April 1st for Jennifer. I am an April birthday as well, uh, April 6th. So we know, April, April birthdays rule. So yeah, I think that is going to be our last shout out of this week. And that means all, all we have left to do right now is I'm excited about it. Are you excited about it? Let's do some first impressions, guys. So before we really super dive into the first impressions, I did want to just speak real quick real quick about the Gaia RDTA. I've been having a really good vape with it. I mean, I kind of just really started using it today. I was reading all these comments and like how you fill it. And it was sitting in my bathroom because I had, I had pulled the wicks out and I was, I had washed it and it was just kind of sitting there drying off. And I was like, okay, okay, well that's a thing. I'm going to put it back together. And then when I was putting it back together, I broke the glass and this, that, and the other. Anyway, been having a pretty good time with this. Obviously, I do need to spend much more time with this before it gets a full review or enters the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue, but it's good. I mean, it's pretty good. There are other RDTAs that I enjoy more than this, but for what it is, it's a nice little RTA. R-D-T-A. I... Can't stand that open airflow. You saw it at the beginning. I just don't like it. It makes it far too airy and it's incredibly loud and it makes it really super turbulent. Nothing should be that loud. I mean, no RDTA should ever be that loud. So I close off that top airflow. I just use the side Kennedy airflow. The flavor on this RDTA is on point. This is one of the better flavor experiences I've had. It's very on par with like the Troll. RDTA. In fact, maybe in the future I'll just do a side-by-side because they are, I mean, they're very similar. That You fill them in different ways, but they're very similarly sized. They have this very similar capacity. They have very similar airflow. They have very similar, very similar flavor. So yeah, I just wanted to put that Gaia RDTA to rest, finally, out of the first impressions, being 100% accurate on how you fill it and how you adjust the airflow, even though it was just a first impressions. Now, it's done. We've, we've put it to bed. We've talked about it. So everybody in the comments can stop calling me a fool. You can stop calling me an idiot. You can stop calling me any one of the other, you know, uh, wonderful names that people were calling me. That was awesome. Anyway, I got this RDA here. I got an RDA today from Geek Vape, and I haven't seen anything about this online. And this isn't the real packaging. It just says free sample on it. But this is the Peerless RDA. Peerless RDA. I'm not sure who else has gotten these. I think I saw a vaping biker posted a picture, and I know Geek Vape kind of... They messed up the airflow on this, and they did it in such a way that if I didn't know about it, I would have been terribly, terribly confused. So I have a plain black cap on here with a DHD Goon drip tip, which, bonus points, The Goon drip tips fit in here flawlessly. And then it comes with this other top cap that has a very nice, shiny Ultim cap on it that from what I can tell, does not come off in any way. But the really fancy one only does single coil. It only does single coil airflow. You can only adjust it because of the way these fins are on the bottom. You can only adjust it for single coil airflow. And then the boring, just plain black one that I use a goon drip tip on to kind of pretty it up a little bit. That's the one that can do dual coil. It's got a whole mess of holes on either side. It's got nine holes, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine holes on each side. It's a lot like, you know, remember the old like uh, Mutation X RDAs, like just a whole mess of holes on the side. What's interesting about this RDA is the deck. The deck is, it's a little bit wonky at first. I didn't understand like what I was looking at. I didn't get it because the top two slots, the screw goes all the way down through them. And so I'm thinking, well, trying to capture like an alien in there, It, I mean, it's just going to puncture through whatever fancy build you put in there. And then I was fiddling around with it more and trying different builds. I mean, this is just today. I was like, okay, well, this this kind of works. Like, There's two lower areas where you can put big, like big fat wires. In fact, Geek Vape included some wires. I installed some of their fused claptons and they're really wide. Those fit in the bottom really well. And then those top slots, I learned, are for round wire. And so there's a gap on either side. It's really hard to explain without showing you up closely, but there are multiple configurations you can put in this deck. The deck looks weird at first. When I first looked at this deck, I was like, Nick, that is a weird deck. And then I started building and fiddling, and I was like, oh wow, you know, these complicated builds, they fit in here really easily. And now I can see how you could put a round wire build in here, or like even a smaller gauge fuse Clapton in here using those top holes. But you wouldn't use the very tippy top holes for a big build. You only use the very tippy top for smaller gauge wire, and then you use the lower, you know, holes. That's just a big gaping hole, like these two big gaping holes for bigger builds, like framed staples and aliens and multi-core fused claptons and things like that. So once I figured that out, it's actually a really good vape. I built on it effortlessly, wicked it effortlessly. I've got it loaded up with the very last little bit of this 100ml bottle of vlog day, and it is a fantastic vape. I've got it sitting on that, uh, you know, the Vapor Shark, you know, the fake Releau. Whatever they call this, I don't even remember the name of it. It's that Vapor Shark, their version of the Releau. I've got it sitting at a very modest 91 watts. It's giving me 3.5 volts on a 0.14 ohm dual fuse clapton on here. The airflow, even even fully open the airflow is still very smooth and very swooshy the flavor isn't amazing I honestly thought the flavor would be a lot better than it is I mean vlog day is a juice that I have vaped a lot of it's like a lemon cream pudding flavor it's like a le- it's like the filling of a lemon cream macaroon cookie it is just delicious and it's a flavor that i've been vaping for i mean well over a year now i mean every day vaping that flavor for over a year so i'm very familiar with how it should taste it definitely tastes like that in this but it's a lot more muted than i thought it would be i have a feeling if i close down the airflow some it's going to pump that flavor level up but that airflow is so damn smooth. It is just smooth and it feels very even. That's one of my biggest pet peeves in any airflow is if it doesn't feel even. If I'm vaping it and I feel like I'm getting more airflow out of the right side than I am the left side, that's something that bothers me. This feels very, very even. Hopefully, GeekVapes gets that airflow thing sorted out. Um, I, they sent me an email and said there was a mistake on some of them and the ones that should be dual coil or single coil. So I have a feeling this one is supposed to be the dual coil jobber and this one is supposed to be the single coil jobber. That's just That's just a hypothesis I have based on very little information. The only thing so far that I've really found to fault this RDA on is it really retains a lot of heat. It gets really hot. Remember how like the old dot mod petries used to get hot how the recoil gets hot sometimes this gets hotter than all of those even after just those three toots i took it's still hot like it feels very warm in my hand i had taken like five or six pulls in a row and by the last one i couldn't even like touch my lips to the aluminum like i had to like squish out my lips and like just press them right onto the drip tip like this you see But yeah, it just, it it gets hot and it retains its heat. I would love, love to try it with this cap, but I don't really want to rock it in single coil mode. I want to rock it in dual coil mode because duh, clouds bro but it really retains its heat. I feel like this is much more of a cloud-chasing atomizer rather than a flavor-chasing atomizer, but it's pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about this Peerless RDA. I'm excited to use it. Obviously, I'm gonna spend a lot more time with this before it gets a full review or enters the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue, but so far in my, what, three hours I've had to, to build and vape on this a few times, It's been a really nice vape, and I'm excited about using it. I also got a new mod from Asmodus right here, and I've got it topped with the Goon RDA. I posted a picture of this on Instagram not too long ago at the beach. This is the newest Minikin. So this is the Minikin Boost. So it says the Minikin Boost has the shape of the original Minikin, but comes with new features such as an an enlarged Asmodus logo. That's not a feature. A bigger logo, uh, sorry, that's not a feature a magnetic battery door, a maximum firing range of 155 watts, and the best feature of all, the new curve firing mode. For those of you that have not heard of the curve function, it allows the Minikin Boost to manually set five different wattage over time, presets for up to 10 seconds, so it can emulate temperature control but to your specifications. For example, you can have device start off at 55 watts for 0.5 seconds and peak at 70 watts for three seconds and then finish off at 35 watts for one second. This allows you to control how fast and how high you want your device to ramp up when using Clapton's larger gauge wire uh, what when using Claptons or larger gauge wire builds every time. So that's that's what's new in the boost. Ultimately the way that I look at this is it's just the newest, best possible version of the Asmodus Minikin. I have had, I don't know, probably five Asmodus Minikins, and I have always, always enjoyed using them. I love the size. I love the fit and finish. I like the big button on the front. I like how it's curved in the back, and this one just looks cool. It's purple with a black door, and it's got white and blue speckles all over it i got it topped with the goon i've got a matchy matchy dhd cap on there that has purple and blue and black in it i mean this is a this is an amazing looking and amazing vaping setup i have not tried or taken advantage of the curve technology yet this is a 0.14 i have it set to 77.5 watts great Minikin delivers me solid power and it feels nice it doesn 't feel like DNA two hundred nice, but it feels like a nice vape it doesn 't feel helicoptery or panicky in any way. The door is stiff it is effort to get it on and to get it off, which is a huge plus in my opinion it 's held on on the back by magnets, and the overall like fit and finish of the door the way it connects to the mod. It just feels so nice. It's, a, it's resistance to like, close it and snap that shut. And it just, God, it feels so good. Maybe in this first impressions, we should try out the curve. How's that? How should we do that? All right, so mode select, curve. Okay. So we want to do, let's do the highest wattage. Let's do 80 Watts. Okay. Well, that's not going to work. Let's do 82 Watts for two seconds. I feel like that's pretty good because these are fuse claptons and they have a ramp up time, which is why I'm blowing out. So if we get the wattage higher at for 0.2, for two point, for two seconds, 0.2 seconds. Okay. So yeah, we have to do it Okay, so let's do that for one and a half seconds. You know what? I'm just going to set this up and I'll tell you what I'm setting in as it goes along so you don't have to listen to me like rationalize it in my head. 82 watts for 1.2 seconds. Then we're gonna do 77 watts for two seconds. And then we're gonna do 60 watts for two seconds. And then we're gonna end it with 50 watts for one second. So the display changed a little bit. It's now showing me 82 watts for 1.2 seconds. I don't know how this is gonna go. This is my first time using the Curve. Let's just see how it vapes. Wow. That was actually really interesting to feel. It started off really high. There was no ramp up. It was just like, boom, vapor. And then for the majority of it, for the next two seconds, it sat at like 71 watts and then it ended at 50 watts. And I could actually like feel the temperature going down. Wow. Hey, that's kind of cool, man. Let me give it another try here. That's good. That's actually really nice. I actually, I actually like that feature. So yeah, Asmodus Minikin Boost. I'm going to spend a lot more time with this before it gets a full review or enters the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue, but it does have that curve feature, and like I said, this doesn't, like, you know, uh, make the other Minikins just obsolete. This is just the newest version of the Minikin. The other Minikins, like the Minikin 2 or the Minikin 2 Kodama or the original Minikin, they're all still devices that are great. The original Minikin is one of my favorites of all time. Fuck, that is interesting. All right, Asmode's Minikin. Well, there you go. Um, what's next? What do we can talk about? What are we going talk about next? Now, this isn't really even going to be a first impression. It's just something that Coil Master sent me. This is the Vape Brush. Weird, right? It's a little stainless steel brush, and it comes with like a graduated uh, coil wrapper guy, too. And it doesn't have numbers on here, unfortunately. Oh, it is very faintly labeled. Four millimeters, three and a half, three, 2.5, and 2.0. So two, two and a half, three, three and a half, four millimeter. So when you're wrapping coils, you can kind of judge. I mean, this is just a great tool to have in general. How do I get the brush out? Ooh. Oh, it unscrews like this. Oh, look at that, and then there's a brush on the end. And this brush is for cleaning your coils. You don't wanna fire your coils and use this brush. What you wanna do is fire your coils, take your finger off the button, and then brush. Brush those coils. Brush that crud and residue off of there. I have a couple things sitting over there in an area you can't see that all need to be cleaned and dry burned and re-wicked. I'm looking forward to using this little guy. It's not something I ever, like, thought that I would need. I'm like, I don't need a coil brush. That's a... That's... I would never... I would have never even thought of this idea. But not only is it a graduated tool, but it is also a coil brush. And it comes with a spare little brushy head on there. And it's cool. Those are from Coilmaster. And I'll post a link down in the description. And I guess we'll talk about it more on Tuesday, Bro Tuesday, when I actually, like have used it. I just had it set out to like mention it like, hey, this is a thing, I haven't used it yet, but it does both graduated wrapping tool and it has a brush on the end for brushing your coils. I think that's, you know, I think that's pretty cool. And the last thing I have to talk about this week is something I just got today. I haven't even opened it up. This is the Predator kit from Wismec. The Predator 228. Looks like a dual 18650 high wattage temperature control box mod. Looks like it comes with a tank. I can't open this. Why can't I open you? What the heck is going on here, man? Oh, it's like glued in. Oh yeah, look at that guy. Hey, that's cool. That feels a lot like the Tech. like that Joytech Ocular C. It's got that same kind of feel. Wow, that's really interesting. Oh, one of those is the buttons. So it's got these two plastic, you know, it reminds me of the Evic Primo. Like it's got that same sort of like black and brushed stainless although the primo has leather on it which kind of makes it feel a little bit nicer it would be cool if these side plastic pieces were actually you know like a leather material i want to get some batteries in here does it come with a tank i want to vape i want the whole experience here with oh yeah look at that look at that little sub on tank that's interesting what is this tank called the alabo <laughs> okay okay with that's cool it's called the alabo tank Nice airflow. Let's plug this all together. You know what? I'm going to put some batteries in here. I'm going to set up this tank. We're going to come back and we're going to friggin' vape this whole setup. Oh yeah. The screen is a lot like that RX 300. I mean, two, three. It is a lot like that RX 300. Let me get this into regular wattage mode because it's in temperature mode. Power wattage mode. All right. So it's got a very similar display to the RX 300. It's got like you know, it looks like a speedometer, it shows you your wattage, it shows you your volts, it shows you your amperage, it tells you your your puff limit, it shows you the, the cell, you know, in separate cells in there, it shows you your battery level and two separate indicators. Pretty cool. All right, I'm going to set up this tank. I don't know what juice I'm going to put in it, but I'm going to set up this tank and we're going to vape it. Okay, so first things first with this tank, the way that you refill it is super cool. It's this little slidey guy and it clicks into place. There's a little arrow right here and you go boop. And then it slides over, and you have a big kidney-shaped hole here to fill your juice in there. And it feels really very secure. And you slide it back, and it actually, like, clicks into place. It clicks open and then clicks back into place. Very well-designed, thought-out tank. Interestingly enough, in that same breath, the coil head doesn't screw down. It is simply placed in there. You just place it. In fact, I got juice on it already. You just place the coil head in there. It doesn't screw down or anything. That's interesting, right? Anyway, I'm loading this up with satisfying from surf vapor. Just going to put a couple drops into the coil head like I always do. I just want to You know, make sure that the coils are a little bit wet. And then this all screws together, and I'm assuming the tank holds that coil head in place? Super easy to fill. And the drip tip is literally a Dot Mod drip tip clone. I mean, it's exact- I mean, it is exactly a Dot Mod drip tip clone. It just is. I wonder if you can open this to fill it with the drip tip in. No, you can't. You have to take the drip tip out to fill it. Huh. Well, that's interesting. That seems really bizarre that you have to take the drip tip out to fill it, but you do. That drip tip keeps this from opening. I don't know. Maybe they designed that to function as like a locking mechanism of some sort. Good airflow. Good airflow. What I do every time with sub ohm tanks is I close off the airflow completely, and then I give it a bunch of dry toots just without pressing the button, and make sure you see bubbles happening so that you know juice is flowing into that coil head before you hit it with any sort of wattage. Yep, I definitely see bubbles happening, so let's read the resistance of this. It's a 0.24, so I'm going to start it off at eh, maybe 50 watts. This does adjust in 0.1 watt increments, which is always, in my opinion, kind of a bummer. Yep, it actually feels very, very flooded, very, very gurgly. So we're going to turn this way up. I'm going to set it at 76 watts and see what kind of vape that gives me. Delicious. Very good. God, that surf juice is good. I forgot how good that juice is. Surf Satisfying. Highly recommend picking it up. Yeah, I kind of like this big clicky button on the side. It's a lot like, I mean, this isn't new territory for Wismac. They've released products in the back that have a very big clicky button on the side. Remember that Pressa and then the Pressa 100 watt, the 26650 guy? Had a big bar across the front that was the button and I like that. I like that a lot. I prefer this on this particular mod much more than if there was like a button here or just a big like horn like protruding button here. I kind of like that you just squeeze it and vape it. 0.24 at 76 watts. This is giving me a really fantastic vape. The tank itself, the airflow is a little bit turbulent and as well as, well as being a little bit loud. But it's giving me a damn good vape. Damn, damn good vape. And this just feels, I mean, it's not quite like Evic Primo comfortable in your hand. But it is really ergonomically comfortable to hold. You don't have to worry about where your fingers are. You just put it in your palm and you just squeeze it to vape it. That is super cool. And this, I'm really impressed with this. I'm really impressed with this whole kit here. Obviously, let's save the instruction manual because, you know, lesson learned, right? But yeah, Wismac Predator 228 kit. I am, uh, I'm really enjoying this. And I always look at my first impressions or any kits or anything that I get where if I was like a brand new vapor, would I be stoked on this? And yeah. I think back to when I was a brand new vapor, if I had a kit like this, dude, that'd be it. I mean, end of story. It would have been amazing. Damn good. Fuck, that is good. Anyway, wow, really enjoying that. So that's going to wrap up the first impressions. I do have a couple more things, but we're probably going to talk about those next week. And uh, yeah, good times, good times. Now, I have no idea what's coming up next. I don't know what I'm going to do. My first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to look through my box and see if I can find a retro vape. If I can't find a retro vape, what I'm going to do is grab something for a review for a thing that never got a review. Okay, cool. So it'll be a surprise. I don't know what graphics you're going to see next. Well, I guess you can tell by the graphic we decided to do some retro vaping. So, you're actually kind of getting a two-for-one retro vaping this time around because this mech mod that I got out to retro vape... Does anybody remember this guy? Can you tell what this is? This is the zombie mech mod from Ritual Machine. And at this point, I think it's only let's see, 2014. Uh, Yeah, I think this came out in 2014. So it's really only not even three years old yet at this point. But this was one of my absolute, absolute, hands down favorite mech mod of all time. I'm going to link in the description to my original review. In fact, I think this was the last... I think this was the one of the last things I reviewed before I made the move to Southern California, if you remember that strange time, but I absolutely loved it and I got this out and I realized that this is a 22 millimeter Mech Mod. Oh yeah, it still has all engraved on the bottom. I mean, obviously it would be Ritual Machine. Yeah, cool. This was number 30. So yeah, low serial numbers, right? That's the goal. It was a hybrid top cap and it was 22 millimeters around and I was like, shit. I don't have any 22 millimeter atomizers that I can put on this. Literally everything around me, the Cosmonaut, the Kennedy, the Goon, that RDTA, the geek vape peerless thing, the other recoil, the other Goon, it all is 24 millimeters. So what I did is I quickly built and wicked a tugboat V1 with an anarchist cap on it and i'm gonna plug this on here we're gonna juice it up and we are gonna vape it like i said this is a hybrid top cap so i'm very comfortable using the tugboat on here the tugboat has always had a very protruding center pin so i'm perfectly comfortable using this on here i checked the resistance and it's about a point one seven which is Honestly, pretty freaking ideal for a single 18650 tube mech. This zombie, it was a little bit weird to adjust on the bottom. There was a lot going on. So you had this whole switch at the bottom, and you can see, yep, contact comes up, hits the battery, sits on a little piece of clear-looking Delrin right there, and then you adjusted it with the button. So all the way out and that's all the way out and then you would took up for battery rattle by screwing the button in but then right above the button was the locking ring that was reverse threaded so there was just a lot going on down here in this switch you had to use the tiny tiny part to screw it into the mod then you had to use the button itself to adjust for battery rattle it's like a little telescoping button and then on top of that you had this like locking ring on there as well which I don't know. I just always felt like there was a lot going on down there at the bottom of that switch. But we're going to plug this on here. I'm going to be careful, really careful not to fire it. That's tightened down. That's tightened down to take up for battery rattle. And then your locking ring, yeah, was reverse threaded like that. I remember really loving this mech. And I honestly haven't vaped on a tugboat in years. I mean, over two years. I'm going to go ahead and load it up with some new juice that I got from Bonsai Vapors called Raz and Shine. It's part of their Seasons line. This is supposed to be a sweet raspberry cheesecake uh, flavored manufactured for March, April, and May. And I really like this Seasons thing that Bonsai Vapors is doing, releasing you know, certain flavors during certain times of the year to kind of coincide with that time of the year. They had those like wintry Christmas releases that I really liked. I really liked the snowbird juice. But anyway, this is a raspberry cheesecake. I'm just gonna, wow, crazy. I feel so old school right now, vaping a 22 millimeter Mech Mod with a Tugboat V1 dripping from a glass 30 mil bottle. Like that, all of that together just feels very retro-y. All right, let's give it a shot and see if it produces vapors. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Dude, it's even hitting really good. Sorry, microphone. All right. So let's get this anarchist cap on here. Yeah, dude, that looks so cool. That looks awesome, man. Throw a couple extra drops on for good measure. And, uh, dude, we're going to vape this zombie mech from ritual machine, a tugboat V1 with an anarchist cap and the seasons from bonsai vapors raz and shine. Here we go. First of all, that juice is delicious. Second of all, I forgot how much I love the anarchist cap on the tugboat. And third of all, this mech mod is hitting really hard. This could be, this could be a setup I would use today. Seriously, that juice is good. This airflow is amazing. A .17 on a single single 18650 hybrid tube mech mod. It's hitting great. It feels so nice. Like I can tell a difference between using the 25 millimeter Kennedy. It just feels kind of big and honking. This feels so sleek, so cool and sleek and small. Look at that thing. I actually got this zombie at the very first ECC I attended, which was actually the second ECC. And it was actually that ECC. ECC 2014 was the time that I decided that I had to do vaping full time. I remember I was talking to a gentleman who ran a juice company and for the life of me, I cannot remember this gentleman's name and I cannot remember the juice company he represented. But he said, he was telling me a story about how he's like, yeah, I just, I just quit my job and I decided to do vaping full time because I knew that if I didn't do it now, that there wouldn't be another chance. And I really wanted to jump in with both feet and and do it full time. And I was like, yeah, that's, I mean, you're speaking to me like you're telling me exactly what I need to hear right now, man. And I remember Russ from Vigilante, who now runs Stock Room, he had one of these, I got one of these, and we were both just kind of sitting there admiring how freaking beautiful these zombie mech mods were. And I don't even know if... Ritual Machine is still even a company. Can we look this up somewhere? I'm assuming that Google will tell us. Okay, they still have a Facebook. That's a good sign. They came out with that Aria Z mod, uh, 2015 by Ritual Machine. Authentic Zombie by Ritual Machine, 18650 on Instagram. Let's see the last time their Instagram was updated. 91 weeks ago. So I'm guessing that they are still not a company. Uh, ritualmachine.com is for sale on godaddy.com they do have a facebook same thing it, last time it was updated was august 2015 so i'm not sure what became of ritual machine honestly i would like to see them making more mech mods because i mean i would like to see them make a mech mod for 2017 because in 2014 this was the tits like it was So amazing, and even right now, with the Tugboat V1, with the Anarchist cap, with the raspberry cheesecake, I'm loving this vape. Absolutely loving it. Man, I'm really glad I decided to go with retro vaping this time. I'm really glad we decided to get this mech mod out. I'm really glad I decided to wick up original tugboat. Build and wick up a traditional, I mean a version 1 tugboat with that anarchist cap. I don't think I have a tugboat you know, a non-anarchist tugboat cap. Let me look. Holy shit, I do. (laughs) It's green and it's even got that really long drip tip on there. That's it. We're changing caps. Yes. Okay, now that is truly retro vaping. Look at the length of that drip tip. That is just, that is just the world's longest drip tip. One of the things I used to love about the tugboat RDA was the flavor. It's got two tiny little holes very restricted lung hat. Lung hat? What? Lung hit. I have a feeling the flavor on this is going to just be top notch. That's amazing. That's good. That even beats out some of the vapes I have sitting here on my table. All you 2017 mods, you should be ashamed of yourself. Dang. Dang, dang, double dang. In fact, Let me make sure I have it because then it won't be as exciting. But I'm going to make sure I have it first before I talk about it. Yes. Oh, I kept it. That looks so fucking cool on there. So everybody I'm sure is familiar with the term chuff cap. Chuff. Chuff caps. Use chuff caps on things. It's got a chuff cap. Yeah, we added a chuff cap. You can put a you can put a chuff cap on it. Well believe it or not, once upon a time and he's still around, he's still a guy, he's still a really good guy. There was a man named Chuff. That was his name was chuff. And he invented, single-handedly invented what we all now call chuff caps. And obviously he got cloned out of existence. I mean, there's no way that he could have stayed ahead of the curve with the chuff caps, but we have chuff to thank for inventing chuff caps. I was at the very first vape mania in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and he gave me this. This is a -a one-of-a-kind, I mean, Completely one of a kind. There is literally one of these, and I am using it right now. But he fabricated a stainless steel sleeve and a uh, a Delrin chuff cap for the tugboat V1. Tell me that that doesn't look just the coolest of all time. He was using this, and I was like, "Whoa, what RDA is that?" And he popped the top. He's like, "Oh, it's just a tugboat, but I I machined this sleeve and a custom chuff cap for it." And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Can I try it? And I tried it and the airflow was amazing and the chuff cap was big and wide. And I was like, wow, dude, that is really fucking cool. And he's like, no, here, punk, gave it to me, gave it to me. Chuff is a great man. I miss him every day. The last time uh, that I saw him was at uh, the Vegas VPX. No, he wasn't even there. Was he there? He lives in Las Vegas. I really do need to reach back out to Chuff because he is a super, super solid guy and he invented Chuff caps. Come on. Also, this retro vaping has gone on way too long, but I do want to take one more toot on here with the custom Chuff cap for the tugboat. Amazeballs. Fucking amazeballs. This is the best retro vaping I have ever had. Yeah, dude zombie ritual machine uh tugboat v1 chuff caps and anarchist caps and classic two two hole tugboat caps all good times but what i want to do right now because it is getting hot as balls in here i'm going to wrap this vlog up with my favorite comments of the week As always, I want to give a huge shout out to Nico and everybody else that uh screen captures comments of the week and emails them to me. I feel like I have some pretty good ones this week uh first comment of the week comes from another person named Nico who's not the Nico that sends me screen caps, but he just said, "I'm a gay motherfucker, and so are you Nick that's not uh that's not entirely true at all. I mean if you are a gay motherfucker, then awesome dude fucking own it uh I am not, and just because you are. That doesn't mean that i am i mean that logic has worked for no one ever anyway moving on next comment of the week juice man now this was this was just a really good comment um it's not like funny or insulting or you know packed with obscenities or racial slurs or anything like that juice man just said safer is not the same as safe but this is about freedom and the choice Prohibition, corruption, politics. The FDA never knocked on my door in the 25 years when I smoked one to two packs of cigarette a day and threatened to take them away from me or take all those FDA approved food additives that make diabetes the number one and number two cause of preventable death causing diseases in the USA. Our government wants us plugged into the grid dependent upon them. And if it's an addiction or a natural resource, they want to control it and charge for it. Good lord, yes. All the yes. All my yes for you, Juice Man. That is completely true. The FDA never gave a shit about us when we were smokers, and now that we're not smoking, suddenly the FDA is like all up in arms throwing a hissy fit about this, you know, this alternative to to smoking that we've found. Awesome. Just a really great, really great comment, Juice Man. Thank you for that. Comment of the week number, I don't know, what is this, three? It doesn't matter. Will left a comment and said, I just watched this while eating about four scotch eggs. Yes, I am that classy. So I actually had to do some research and uh, figure out what scotch eggs are. And uh, I, I don't think it's for me. I don't think it's for me. It looks like a half-cooked egg in some sort of, inside some sort of breading that also may or may not contain meat or avocados in it. So, awesome. Uh, Will, enjoy your scotch eggs. Uh, I will not be partaking with you. Comment of the week number, it doesn't matter. Ruby Roo, <laughs> Ruby Roo, Ruby Roo gave us some information on hazy beers. I remember we were drinking that hazy IPA not too long ago. She said, generally hazy beers are either unfiltered or filtered less than clear beers. Many times a hazy beer will go through a large centrifuge only and skip the traditional filtering process altogether. The word hazy is also described as opalescent by beer aficionados, Woot. Awesome. Thank you, Ruby Rue. Ruby Roo is one of the few people in the world that I trust with beer knowledge. She is, I mean, she is literally a beer, like a, what's the name for it? Cicerone. She's a beer like professional. She knows more about beer than, than me or, or probably any of my subscribers. She is incredibly smart when it comes to beer. So Thank you, Ruby Roo. My last comment of the week is an update from uh, one of the previous comments of the week asking me to name a treehouse. Rob wrote back and said, I've decided to go with Fort Badass. Yeah, good good choice. Good choice, Rob. Excellent. Excellent choice, if I do say so myself. Fort Badass sounds like the perfect place to hide from girls that have cooties and stash your Playboys and, and drink beer. Anyway comments of the week. Good times. Good times. Well, we're going to wrap this vlog up. Let me take a quick look around and make sure I didn't forget anything. Nope. Looks like we're all good. But before we go, I want to say that next week there is going to be no Tuesday Bro Tuesday video. I know. I know. But listen, also next week there's going to be no vlog video. And I know. I know. But listen. What I'm going to upload next week is two just standalone reviews. I'm not going to be doing any long format videos next week. There's going to be no Tuesday, bro, Tuesday, and no vlog. And then next weekend, I'm going to be in Atlanta for Vape Showcase in Atlanta. And then when I come back... There will not be a Tuesday Bro Tuesday, but there will be a travel vlog. There will be a travel vlog. I might try to knock out another review to upload on Tuesday in lieu of a Tuesday Bro Tuesday, but Tuesday Bro Tuesday has taken two full weeks off to kind of reset a little bit, to decompress. Um, Certainly not trying to air my dirty laundry. It's just, it's incredibly stressful in the life of Grim Green right now. And so I'm just gonna take a little bit of time Right before I travel to Vape Showcase to kind of decompress a little bit, I'll have some reviews up, but both Tuesday Bro Tuesday and the vlog are taking a full week off next week. I'll have reviews in their places, and then the following week is going to be the travel vlog. That's going to be Bro Trip, I don't know, whatever, whatever we're going to call it, Bro Trip Infinity or something like that. Uh, me and Kent and Dwayne are going to, uh, we're going to Vape Showcase. And, you know, as much as the bro trip is just me and Dwayne, I feel like Kent is a really good uh, addition to the vape showcase. In fact, I think Coil is going to go to vape showcases too, so we're going to get him on video as well. But I feel like Kent adds like a really good dynamic to like me and Dwayne playing off each other, and Kent the way that Kent is, and the, and then we love Kent and his ginger oils and having him there. It's going to be really good. So that's just a quick update on my schedule. Um, don't forget. I mean, you're welcome to join me in two weeks for Tuesday Bro Tuesday. It's a very similarly styled, long format program. We do actual reviews over there. We do viewer mails, and then we get to know Grim Green. And then we do random juice tastings. It's always a really good time, but we're taking a little bit of a break on that. So next week, I'm going to have some standalone reviews for a couple of uh, really cool products. And uh, yeah, we're going to get back on track after Vape Showcase. Okay. Okay, so I really need to think about my schedule here. So after Vape Showcase, there will be a travel vlog on March 30th. And then there'll be a Tuesday Bro Tuesday on April 4th. And then April 5th, I am I am gone. I am Casper. I am leaving to the UK. And what I'm going to do when I'm in the UK is I'm going to upload daily videos exactly like I did for Grim Green's European Adventure, exactly like I did for ECC this year. It's going to be the same exact thing. I'm going to upload a couple 10-minute videos every single day of what's been going on at Vape Jam UK. And I am really excited about that. And then after Vape Jam, we're going to get back on track with like regular Tuesday Bro Tuesdays, regular vlogs. We're going to get back on schedule. So things are just going to be a little bit weird while I'm traveling, but no big deal. Anyway, thank you to everyone that makes it to the end of this vlog. You, I always say this, but you're my favorite people and I want to hug all of you. But yeah, I'm going to take my zombie mech mod. I'm going to take my custom chuff tugboat cap and I am going to just sit here and uh, edit, edit like crazy and vape my face off. But that's what I got, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. And as always, yeah, dude, let's keep on vaping.